Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and no, it doesn't. Today... Wait, let's do the theme. Just get it out of the way. I don't want to yet. Okay, never mind. All right. (laughs) Now you can play the theme. Perfect. So, uh, today we have reunited again since our uh, last episode was... Was it Far From Home or did we do one after that? Uh, Oh, oh, we did the Phase 4. Set phasers for Phase 4. Right, An important time in everyone's lives when Kevin Feigster himself announced the next lineup of films. And Jordan's looking forward to all of it, so that's very exciting. Um, I remember looking forward to most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, today, we are reuniting for it the first time so in six weeks here for the sole purpose of bringing back Spider-Man to the MCU. <laughs> yeah, we're a little late. We are. No, we've been talking about it. I mean, yeah. we just couldn't line up the schedules. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm busy. You're busy. Very busy. We're, guys. we're, we're both busy boys. Busy boys. Busy boys, <laughs> some might say. Uh, but we're here to talk about uh we're gonna single-handedly with this podcast that we will title hashtag save spidey i was gonna title it mcu re-rank we are also re-ranking the films today because uh jordan was tired of me comparing his old rankings when he first started this podcast to his current rankings of the films that he actually enjoys not just the ones that he should have enjoyed yeah um, so we are going to single-handedly in this episode, re-rank all the MCU movies, bring Spider-Man back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe with a compelling argument, uh, and also in the process, catch up with each other. I don't know if I have a compelling argument for Spider-Man. Why? How could you? Well, what I, argument? My, my argument is mostly just please do it because <laughs> if you don't, it'll suck. <laughs> Great. Well, we'll have more on that later. Yeah. Um, but first, uh, I would like to start uh, with our show's most recent added segment mm-hmm. um, called Jordan's Law Corner. <laughs> and I would like to follow up. Uh, last time you left the fans a bit of a cliffhanger that you were uh, pursuing law. Uh-huh. A career in law, yeah, starting suddenly. with the schooling portion. Uh huh. Very spontaneous. I think it did really great for our ratings. Yeah, it's well, a very funny segment. Yeah. <laughs> like naturally, <laughs> there were there was a really big boost in the ratings, and people are antsy for this episode. Yeah, ants manzy maybe. And unfortunately, it's pretty anticlimactic because I just took the LSAT this Saturday. Had you not already taken the LSAT last we spoke, I did take it, and you then did. yeah, canceled that score because if I canceled that one, I got another free one. And I was like, got to do that. So you wait. So you took the first one and you weren't confident in the results or well, you like, were confident and you just wanted two free things yeah, just to get I, the high of, I got of like the a free. score that was pretty good, but I thought were I you could allowed do to see your score this time. I was normally you're not allowed to see your okay. score, but because when I took it, it was the first time they'd ever done the digital LSAT. So okay. they're expecting it to there to be a lot of problems. Okay. And so to head those off at the past, they're like, don't worry. If something goes wrong test day, you can just cancel your score, mm-hmm. and then we'll give you another one for free. Yeah. So I took it, and mm-hmm. something <clears throat> went wrong on my test day, and that was that I wasn't prepared enough. <laughs> and so then I canceled my score. So that was the first one. Yeah. Okay. And the second one. Uh, second one set, I just took. Set the scene. Well, so you, uh, where did you take it? Liberty. University or high school? 
<laughs> university. Okay. Uh, and I, uh, so I, Lynchburg. And it was at eight thirty, so I had to leave pretty early. PM, not bad. Yeah, and I had to leave at six fifteen a.m. Okay. And on the way there, I got coffee, and I had to pee worse than I've ever had to pee in really? my entire life. Because during the test, no. Oh, on the way there, on oh, the drive. Interesting. That was the most trying part of the whole day. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't? Wouldn't you rather have to pee on the way there than taking the test? It was yes. <laughs> that that is better. But it well no because I could have just gotten out. Did they it, let you leave? I, yeah, like I, I would have missed some time that I should have been taking the test. Mm-hmm. But like I, I genuinely thought I was going to pee my pants while driving. <laughs> would you have done it? No. If you recall, I would have worn a diaper to the Infinity War premiere if I yeah. had to. Yeah, no, but on the drive there, there's like a section before you get to uh, Liberty on 29 mm-hmm. where there was just nothing to stop at. Like it was just exit after exit. Yeah absolutely nothing and i had to pee and it was just I, I at one point i went off to an exit even though there were no businesses mm-hmm. i'm like i'm just gonna pee on the side of the road <laughs> yeah and did but you i did not oh i've I, done that before I, I was so close i had if you gotta go you gotta go yeah so you get to the test uh-huh uh, what's your, you take it in a university yeah so probably on a quad well, of you know it's a really fun part about liberty is that when you're walking rules. walking across campus, mm-hmm. they have speakers on oh, okay. their uh, like hedges. Um, no, just the lights. You know, the on campus lights lamp have posts. speakers on. Yeah, lamp posts. Okay, uh, that is just blaring Christian rock. Really? Like and by blaring, it's not like that loud, okay. but it's just like everywhere you go, you hear <laughs> Christian rock. So you'd think they run out of songs. I, it's all the same song anyway <laughs> wait is it christian rock exclusively or christian rap christian country uh i only heard it sounded like um i don't know i guess christian rock but like that kind of rock that's basically not even music it's like what like incredibly boring oh okay because like, switchfoot slaps mm, i think we can all agree yeah, you me about this one and, and the ghost in the room yeah uh, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Who's here? Um, so you got there. You were hype from the Switchfoot and the Red and uh, I was just Creed. Happy to Is not Creed my Christian pants. rock? That, okay, uh, so, so you're, I was pretty stoked going into the test. Okay, were there any songs that like sort of referenced like you almost peeing yourself? Like, thank you, Lord, for taking this burden, this pressure off me, <laughs> kind of like that. That deal? Uh, not that I recollect. But there could have been. There could have. Been. Okay. I mean, especially if you think like, like symbolic, symbologically. <laughs> <laughs> that Sim- is the word. You're looking at me confused. That is how you say that word. Symbologically. No way. <laughs> symbolically. You're the lawyer. Uh, so all right. So you get to the test, mm-hmm. and presumably you take it. Yeah. Okay. I, I take the hell out. Of okay. It. <laughs> how many people are in the room? Uh, like twelve. And are they all male? No. Not even all half. female, was, except you. I think there's probably more women than men. Interesting. That was close. Okay, so uh, like seventy like, thirty. It was like probably five men and six women. Twelve angry men. How many can I actually? <laughs> Did you know them all by name? Not a soul. So if the door was to be locked and like I don't know fused off or something, and you're stuck mm-hmm. in this kind of universe. Uh, where you're just like trapped in the room together. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would have made an entertaining sitcom with the other 10 people in the room? Yes. 
<laughs> Based on what? I was in the room. <laughs> so the, and I'm very entertaining. Because it has podcast listeners to this yeah, can attest. That's true. But my great, great story about not peeing my pants <laughs> on the way to my LSAT. So would it just be you telling that story over and over again and like everyone in the class is like, oh, it's the well, piss Well, except for guy. it gets worse and worse because the more I tell it, the longer we've been locked in this room <laughs> and the more they all need to go. <laughs> Oh, I think it's just kind of like you you're stuck there indefinitely, at least for one season. Yeah. So Well it's like the you know, the show about the plane that we have. Lost. No, the show where you're in a plane for three seasons and it's like What do you mean that we have? Didn't isn't this a bit that we did? We're in a plane for three seasons? No, not us. It's just a sitcom about people on a plane, kind of like Cheers. Okay. Except for it takes place on a plane. Uh-huh. And there's a bu- there's an episode, like a new episode every week, and it's all the same flight. <laughs> and they never acknowledge that they've been in the air. And there's like every season, there's a Christmas episode and stuff. <laughs> but it's all a single that flight. It's pretty funny. Yeah. You don't I remember don't that? remember that at all. Uh, but I'm on board. Yeah, it's a great bit. <laughs> Sign I me love up. that. I just remember Frasier music. <laughs> Uh, uh, and they talk about like last year on Christmas and stuff, and they never land, they never take <laughs> off, just, and it's never addressed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, they never take off. Well, they take off in the opening. Yeah, they're theme in the song. sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just in the sky indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like this idea. I feel like I would have remembered it. Yeah. Huh. That's shocking. Uh, so yeah. you took the test. That's my great, great premise. If there's anyone listening, <laughs> <laughs> don't steal it. Yeah. We need that. I. I uh, Wrote a letter and postmarked it to myself and mailed it with that mm-hmm. idea. So copyright, so copyright yeah. patent pending. You can't steal you that. You can't. That is ours for the taking. Uh, that's cool. So you took the test. Mm-hmm. You How'd you feel? Mm. Better than the way there because you didn't have to pee. That was absolutely the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this is, there was, there are three parts to the LSAT. Okay. One is reading comprehension. Reading comic books? Yeah, reading comic books. Okay. Second one is logical reasoning. Make a funny one out of that. <laughs> Latitude rationalizing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the last one is analytical reasoning, which is basically like these puzzles. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, so, that's okay. So you have so, latitude reasoning, uh-huh. comic book comprehension, right. and anal. Mm-hmm. How'd you do on each of those? So the anal was the problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How, what was wrong with anal? Uh, there was an f- incredibly difficult puzzle okay. on it that everyone on the internet really was tight. complaining about. Well, it's about flowers and about uh, people sorting flowers and something like that. I don't know. It's technically illegal for me to talk too much in depth about these puzzles. What about publishing it on a live podcast? <laughs> with 7 million Here, subscribers. Let me give you all the deets about okay, it. Okay, great, great, great. But um, Well, yeah. keep in mind, this isn't the test you took. This is uh, some section of, uh, we'll call it a TASL. Ooh. And uh, this is the section on the TASL. A TASL uh, called anal. <laughs> and what did uh, that, what, what, did, what, did, what was the question about? I can't tell you. Also, it's like seven questions all based on this thing. And, and it's not that... Do they think that other lawyers are listening to the show and they might like... How long do they keep these questions? I feel like they should recycle them like frequently. Uh, they, do. they do. Then why are they worried? Well, and it's, not, it's not so much that I couldn't tell you about them, but it's you just, just don't that they're remember. so, so, so boring. Oh, sure. That, that would make the worst podcast ever <laughs> to do this logical puzzle. There's... Like, to give you an idea of what they're like, you remember that scene in Harry Potter where Hermione has to solve the thing about which vial they need to drink to walk through the fire to you get to the chamber? You mean when they play chess? No. Nah, well, it was right after that chess scene in the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Where she has to, they have all the vials yeah. and there's a word puzzle. 
It's kind of like that. I don't remember that. I just remember mm. chess. Well, it's the scene right after Okay, that. cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. Doing it's magic. It's a blast. Everyone loves this test. Okay. <laughs> so you took it, and you talked shop with your fellow uh, potential lawyers afterward. I don't think I said a single word the entire time I was at Liberty. Yeah. Okay. A single word? I think... Were I, you mute? Uh, I, at one point, I said thank you to a proctor, because he signed me in or something. I was like, thanks. So you just said thanks. That's one word. That's <laughs> yeah. not even the two. I guess I said one thank word. thank you. Yeah. Okay. So you said thanks. Uh-huh. That's very nice of you. Don't recall saying anything else. Okay. <laughs> sure. And <laughs> so you just heard like the buzz going around the room that, oh, that last flower question on the anal section. Oh, no, really no. Hard. The internet. The internet. The internet is where you with, found. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Is this a whole subreddit dedicated to... No, you're clicking on dog pictures. No, this is all LSAT. That was that is not. This is all LSAT. This is all LSAT. Uh, Oh my god, we have. There was a meme about the boys. Have you watched the boys? No. You should. Is that what that is? I had no idea what that was. You should really watch the. It's all right. Let me pitch this to you. Amazon Prime. It's a show about superheroes. I know you don't like that much. Yeah. But (laughs) it is set in a world where superheroes are represented by PR firms, and they're all. Basically, celebr- celebrities. They're drug addicts, uh, and they are sexual assaulters and stuff, and they can get away with it because <laughs> that's they a have, bad power. But they have well, no, no, no. They they're like <laughs> Superman and Wonder Woman. They're basically yeah. like DC heroes. Uh, and there's an Aquaman character. It's basically all the members of the Justice League with different names, same exact powers. Uh, and the opening episode is the Flash character in this show runs through the protagonist's girlfriend and she explodes. She is dead because he was doing cocaine and running really fast or doing a crazy (laughs) drug. And he's like, my bad. And this kid's like, I want to sue. And they're like, no, 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 you can't sue. Like he's worth billions of dollars, like all this stuff. So this boy Uh throws together a ragtag group of humans that try to take down the justice league. They're called the seven in this show. And it's, it's very dark at a lot of times like the heroes are doing crazy things there's one instance where the superman yeah um, who's the star of the show who's like the actor yeah um is it anyone recognized yes his name he's in a lot of stuff i just saw a meme with him in it today that's like a whole bunch of roles you didn't know he had it's uh bones from star trek the new star trek that guy and he's all dread Oh, okay. That guy, yeah. That actor is yeah. is he's, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yes, him. He is um like the leader of the ragtag group that the boy throws mm-hmm. together. The boy kind of looks like a ripoff Ansel Elgort right. uh, from Baby Driver kind of uh-huh. deal. Um, but there's this one scene. It's, it, it's called The Boys, and it's it's dark. It's funny. It's a very cynical take on superheroes. But you can look through the list of people. Also, there's uh, the main girl protagonist superhero is uh in jessica jones which you watched one episode of and definitely saw her at some point um so jack quaid is the main lead like a discount uh he kind of also reminds me of that guy from kick-ass um aaron moriarty is starlight she is like a do-gooder and she joins the justice league which is called the seven in the show uh very like She's like expects to do good and expects them to be heroes, but they're all pieces of shit. And they're just like, we don't need to, you know, do good things. We can just be pieces of shit. Anyway, uh, the Superman character of the show, they go onto a plane that is being hijacked by terrorists. And the terrorists uh, kill the pilots 
and the, all these people are on the plane like, oh, thank God. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Homelander. His name is Homelander. Is Superman? It's Superman. Okay. And he has laser eyes, super strength, can fly and everything. And him and Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman sh- character on the show, are up in this plane. All these people are like, oh, thank God you can save us. Uh, and they're, and he's like, well, the pilot's dead. There's nothing I can really do for you. And if I save any of you now, you're going to tell the people that I let everyone else die. So I'm just going to leave you here. Peace. <laughs> and he just dips and everyone dies. And Wonder Woman the whole time is like, it's just, there's dark moments in the fly? show. Can he fly? He can fly. So I feel he, like he could have like... No, they talked about they talked about the science of him like maneuvering the plane and everything. He said I would he would be going too fast. He would just fly through the plane or something. There, huh. she she was trying to talk him into saving at least a couple people, and he's like, no, 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 they're not worth it. Like we have to let them die. So I think wow. that aspect of the show you would really enjoy. Like it's a dark take on superheroes if they were real. I think you would really enjoy it though. Huh. I would, but there, there, you'd still have like recordings of what happened in the plane in the crash site, unless like, no, he got rid of them. Oh yeah, he went back and destroyed the black <laughs> box, and it's all so all super. I think that could be a funny scene of him having trouble destroying the black box because it's so hard. <laughs> there are a lot of like dumb suit, like the Aquaman character is just the biggest fuck up in the world, and yeah. he tries to save this dolphin and accidentally crashes the car with the dolphin in it, and it goes flying through the windshield and gets obliterated by another car. It's hilarious. It's comic genius. <laughs> it does have an eight point eight on. IMDb. It's it. I was very impressed. It's so it's also the type of show that would do really well That's with the audience that reviews films on IMDb. That is true, hundred <laughs> percent. But this, you can see from me, you know, a very down to earth kind of guy <laughs> yeah. when it comes to rating superhero stuff. Uh, it's very good. It's violent. Did you enjoy Kick Ass at all? I don't think I ever saw it. Uh, okay, you should watch Kick Ass. It's a fun time. It's it, not like the best that, movie in the world. It's uh, uh, Nick Cage is in it. I think I'm thinking of Super. Yeah, that's good too. That's not as much like this. That's kind of Which, a, a weird. One of them's a Rain Wilson, right? That's super. Okay. Kick ass is um, where they all just dress up as superheroes and nobody has any real powers. Hmm. And like Nick Cage is a vigilante and it's based off a real comic book. But this kind of had that feel to it, even though everyone has superpowers. But the premise of the show is like there's a 200 superheroes in the world and. They are all purchased by a corporation and basically run like celebrities would be run. And they only save the world when it's convenient and they're all doing drugs and it's it's just a good time. And the end of season one had a good cliffhanger. So I look forward to you watching it and you can discuss this with me on our next podcast. Unfortunately, I don't have Prime. There'd be no way for me to watch this show. <laughs> oh, well, I guess the There's buck no stops means. there. Yeah. You can come over to my house and watch it. All nine episodes? There's eight. In a row? It says nine up here. Uh, No, there's eight. There's definitely eight. There's, yeah. No, season two has announced that episode one. When is that coming out? Does it say? 2020, it says. Uh, That's so long. I just finished. I binged it pretty quick. It was a good, fast watch. It's kind of weird how far we are through 2019, but it's September. I I mean, a lot has happened. Endgame came out this year. We did six hours worth of podcast on Endgame alone. (laughs) Think of all that material. I don't know if I've seen a movie since then. I didn't. Did you see the new It? That was my next follow up. Yes, I did see the new It. Uh, Not as good as It One. All the actors were really stellar, but Mm -hmm. there's just something about that clown is so much less believable when he's messing with adults. Yeah, and it's just like Bill Hader's awesome. I think the casting was really great for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just, I couldn't buy them interacting with this clown. Like it just seemed so much less mm-hmm. sincere. Like 
when you're a child running from a clown that can murder, like there's that big element of fear, and that was just totally gone in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's still entertaining. I w- I would see it, but um, yeah, I'll catch it on yeah. Netflix or whatever. Yeah, sure. Unless it goes on Amazon, in which you, case, no luck. <laughs> it's gone forever. Uh, did you watch the new Between Two Ferns movie? I have not. I do want to watch that. It's really great. Yeah. And well, it's it's kind of a uh, fun segue to the podcast. Uh, so the premise of the movie is Zach Galifianakis is on a road trip to interview 10 people so he can get a dream job to host a Tonight Show from Will Ferrell, who he's yeah. trying to impress. Um, and six out of the 10, I think it's at least six, are MCU alum. Oh, really? He interviews Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, yeah, Paul I saw, Rudd. I saw the trailer, so I know yeah. some of these people. It's, it's like six out of ten are Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this movie could technically be in the MCU. <laughs> like if we wanted to do a Between Two Ferns app. Well, and it, I saw Scott Ackerman say that it's like an improv movie. It, yeah, all of it. So it's, like almost it's, like a Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, it's it's very funny. Like, yeah. and uh, you could tell because Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, and, and I, I saw yeah. her line in the trailer, which yeah. is like, "Have you ever seen a clam? Stri- it's kind of like a clam strip, you know, like a or something about a chicken strip." And then <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah, seen yeah. a chicken yeah, wear yeah. clothes. You can. <laughs> there's a. Whole oh, she bunch. says, "What's a clam strip?" And then they goes, "It's kind of like a chicken strip." Yeah. And she's like, "Have you ever seen a chicken strip?" Mm-hmm. I've never seen a chicken wear clothes. Yes. There it is. Great. You'll love that. <laughs> yeah, really good joke. <laughs> Thank you for rehashing that. Uh, there's this really good. Uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd is. Um, <laughs> Working for a charity, and this you could tell it's all 100% improv. Yeah. Um, and he's just describing this charity, and he's uh, he's getting collecting uh, donations of bones for children who don't have bones. <laughs> and he's talking to Zach Galifianakis about the least important part of the bone or bones in his body. Yeah. It's like, well, you probably need that bone and that bone, but this bone, he points to like a sand. This could be a kid's shin, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's. It's really funny, and then the, during the post credits are the bloopers of all the interviews, and that's almost funnier than the whole movie. Like huh. just the celebrities' reactions to some of these crazy questions. Yeah, you know Scott Ackerman really loves talk shows. Yeah, he He's does. Great. He does a podcast that's kind of like that. His TV show. He was a talk show host. Did you listen between two firms? He's a talk to show host. Did you listen to uh, the his most recent podcast was promoting the movie, and it's all the people who were in the movie. Hmm play characters on the episode and they talk yeah. about filming it's very entertaining to hear about all the improv and everyone's favorite yeah. least favorite day on the show yeah i've not gone back through comedy bang bang recently i'll have to listen, listen to, that. to that episode and there was also another really funny one that came out recently but we can yeah. talk about that offline <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to rehash it no it doesn't the premiere podcast for reviewing comedy bang bang you know podcasts i've been listening to a lot of i don't yeah, it's boring. Oh, okay. I was just doing another joke about listening to podcasts. Oh, okay. Uh, but it has been The Adventure Zone. It's a D&D podcast. Oh. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> a lot it's of funny. great bits. It's funny or it's serious? No, it's like they're fighting only for their comedy. lives. Yeah. Only comedy yeah. in D&D. It's not serious at all. Did you watch any bajillion dollar properties? No. I saw that clip you said. So that was good. really good. Yeah. Though we, I sent Jordan the uh, John Ralphio uh Schwartz, what's his name? Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz is uh, deal doing a deal with Drew Tarver, and yeah. uh, throwing they're throwing a briefcase around the room. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty amazing. Well, the best bit was like him calling his dad, and then yeah. really calling his yeah. dad. <laughs> <laughs> there, it, and that whole show is improvised. Yeah, like you can no. totally tell. Uh, yeah, it, it, 
there's such an amazing energy from improv comedies. Like you, you have to be good at it though, because there's nothing worse than watching bad improv. Mm-hmm. Like at least if you have one capable person in their group. They but can. I, I like movies that are like movie improv. I think better than I'd like going to see improv. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, you have a lot more tools to fine tune it in the movie because mm-hmm. they were talking about on the podcast, the Between Two Ferns episode, uh, how much material that they had that they did not use. Yeah. So think about like a live improv show. You have one shot, mm-hmm. and even if it doesn't all turn out the way it does, like, yeah, that's what you got. But I yeah, mean, I gotta well, gotta watch that movie. We could, yeah, no, it's very funny. Uh, I recommend it. That and the boys—that's on your watch list. I'm trying to think of what else I've watched. Yeah, recently. not sure about the boys. You should watch the boys. I, it, it sounds good. I just don't. It's not that I don't want to watch it. It's more that I could see myself never watching it, like never getting around to it. I think you, I could just see it existing low on my priority list. I, yeah, but I don't want this to be like the leftovers. Even though I thought I think you would like the leftovers more. Then the boys. This. I don't know, though, because you weren't as enamored with The Leftovers as I was. You did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I think this could also be something where I'm like, I didn't think you would enjoy Stranger Things as much as you did. Mm. Yeah, I really like Stranger yeah. Things. Uh, a lot of fun. It's very fun. What, um, what more can you want from a show I don't like know. that? Me and um, my friend Lauren are hosting a Stranger Things trivia at the Crozet Pizza Bar uh, tomorrow. Oh wow! If you want to come on out and test no your, way this test episode gets out. <laughs> or, I was talking. I was inviting you as a friend. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you, I want, thought this was an ad. <laughs> uh, it can be. You going to post this today or tomorrow? Yeah, you think Before anyone the, will listen to it? In oh, time? absolutely. I think my friends in Connecticut will listen to it and drive down immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pizza bar. I'm there. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Coming out mm. to that if you really like Stranger Things, but if mm-hmm. you don't, also, all right, can we talk about the jokester? The movie? Yes. I do not know anything it, about it. It won the Venice Film Festival. It had an eight-minute standing ovation. Really? Yes. Who's and directing? The guy who, Todd Phillips, who directed all three Hangover movies. Huh. I'm here's my and I talked about uh, you know it's been a big year for the guys that worked on the Hangover movies because the Chernobyl guy was also he worked on the that's Hangover true. movies that's so those two <laughs> and Zach Galifianakis <laughs> between two forms yeah and uh, Bradley Coopster is uh, Endgame the Star is Born well that was last year sure Rocket Raccoon a year can be a long time <laughs> sometimes more than a year <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you start. From when A Star is Born, it still hasn't been a year since that came out. So if you're gauging no. October 2018 to the end of September 2019, you're talking about the same That's year. a year to me. That, yeah. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, because my year really, I feel like... Your it, year definitely started October it, 1st, 2018. It begins with like... Halloween. Halloween is coming. Yeah. The anticipation yes. for Halloween is Absolutely. when I come alive for the year. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like a slow downturn of energy. You're a big Halloween Until guy. Halloween I mean, you're dressed up as Iron Man right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just can't get I the I always spirit. will be. It's permanent. <laughs> it's, it's stuck to your skin now. The good thing is it's very quiet. Like, you you might think if I was in a giant metal suit that you'd be hearing that over this mic. Yeah. But, you know. That's the good, the part of the nanotech you do have. Yeah. You don't have the actual shrinking. I just can't take it off. Yeah. It's permanent nanotech. Yeah, permanent tech. Mm. Um, I saw a tweet uh, after the everyone was retweeting this movie won Venice Film Festival, uh, and somebody tweeted, um, 
with the replying the comment Joker wins Venice Film Festival. Uh, we have selected the chaos route where the movie Cats wins Best Picture at the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the live action Cats trailer? I have. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah bizarre. It kind of reminds me of the Sonic thing, like the how how bad the Sonic looked, oh. and they redid it. That's also Ben Schwartz. Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. I don't I didn't watch that. You haven't seen that trailer? No. Or that it's not out yet? I don't the, know. I guess it could be out. And it, we just went straight to DVD. Yeah. If I don't that know. is they, but they the Sonic design looked terrible and then they mm. redid it and it looked better. Mm-hmm. Um but the terrible Sonic design reminds me of the cat's design, which is just like bad. Yeah. <laughs> it looked horrible. But could you imagine? Well, first of all, are you going to see Joker? Do you want to do an app on it? Maybe. I mean, if it's that good. What if it's... Do you think it's going to be good? I was talking to Patrick, a friend of the show, mm-hmm. fan of the show, been on the show. Yep. All the above. Um, and I said, I am not 100% not convinced that uh, Warner Brothers just didn't pay a whole bunch of people to go do a standing ovation at the festival. Because yeah. they really want this movie to succeed. You do hear stories of like ovations at film festivals like this. Yeah. Like from other movies. I can't think of any specific ones, but I've heard like this kind of story before. Yeah. I know. And it's like, is it really the hype for this movie is is very high. And people are like comparing it to Taxi Driver. Hmm. Like a lot of people on the internet, but I think it's people who don't like watch movies. No. But I mean the director of The Hangover, you get Joaquin Phoenix, who's stellar, so I bet he's going to be good. That's such a that's a weird comparison, because I feel like if you just make Taxi Driver, but with the Joker in it, that wouldn't make it a good movie. That'd make it like a lazy movie, because you're just like pasting a superhero on top of an existing good story. Yeah. I, I did not have high hopes for this movie. I have always thought that it's going to be kind of bad. And everyone's... Or, everyone's saying like it's separate from the dceu like it's it's they're trying to do their own thing where they make standalone movies that have nothing to do with the rest of the universe what if they made departed but they just put batman in it i'd watch the shit out of that yeah um so like and and he he's not a main character mm -hmm. but he exists in that universe and he's like interfering here and there i love that idea yeah that'd be cool (laughs) so my next question to you is uh DC and Warner Brothers have sworn that this is separate. He is not connected to the rest of the mo- rest of the movies, and uh, Robert Pattinson is going to be doing his own Batman movie down the line. Hmm. My question to you: If this move, this Joker movie does really well at the box office, will he go up against Robert Pattinson in a couple of years? I think absolutely, because yeah. they're not going to put him against Jared Leto. They're going to put yeah. him against a successful Joker. Plus that. Is there a Suicide Squad 2 coming out? There is. James Gunn's directing. But it's a reboot. They're redoing the Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) I mean, Uh, but this movie could be good. The cast is pretty stellar. What's the cast? Well, let me me pull it up. Yeah, you pull it up. But you got to talk because I have to move my face away from the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember it's basically nobody in the last movie except Harley Quinn is the only successful part of that movie. So she is. Yeah. Because I was like, who can you get that's better than Margot Robbie? No, she's back. She's back. And I'm curious how they're rebooting it because they just really want this movie to succeed in the universe. What if this one fails and they do it one more time? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can it be bad with James Gunn? Do you think? Taika Waititi? 
He's I'm, he's in it. He's an actor. That's it's it's weird to see them working. I guess did he was he doing this before he got re-signed for Marvel? He, so Marvel fired him, Disney fired him, and then D- DC poached him, and they're like, we're going to give you X amount of money. And before Marvel could rehire him and get the whole PR fiasco under his belt, he said yes. So he signed on for this and Guardians 3, and he's probably making Buco Dolores for both. Yeah. It really pays to get fired in Hollywood. Idris Elba, uh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. John Cena. <laughs> Pete Davidson. <laughs> Quite a cast. Yeah. Don't, don't you kind of want to see this? I mean, if James Gunn is on board. Who's this? Oh, that's the dude from, um, he's in House of Cards. Season. Uh, he's the Republican who runs against Kevin Spacey. Hmm. I do not remember that show. Season four. Yeah. You watch season four. I know. I, I, <laughs> I don't remember any of that show. Like, it so fell out of my head. I remember her being pushed in front of the train. Wow, you don't you remember 2013 yeah. House of Cards? But past that might have been that, 2014. I, mean, I don't remember. Maybe you remember my opinions at the time, but I yeah. thought it, I you loved it the whole way through. Or did I think it was getting season worse? season one? You said I can't believe this is a Netflix original. This is like because that HBO was surprising content. back in the, de- it, well, the day. It was the first one, yeah. basically. So you were blown away by it. Season two comes around. You really enjoyed it. We watched it all in a week. Yeah, season uh, two. But then didn't season three it starts to fall off? Season three we watched it all. Um, I still enjoyed it, and we all watched it together. Um, and then season season three had a really great debate episode where he was up against his. Uh, I know at some running. point it started to fall off before Kevin Spacey five, fell. No, off. five was terrible. Okay, five was a. I don't think I, maybe I never even watched. I liked five. four. I don't yeah. think you watched. No, you told me on the podcast a couple of years ago, you mentioned yeah. uh, you watched the last episode of five with your parents. Uh-huh. And that was all you watched. Of that yeah. Season. And hmm. then the Kevin Spacey stuff happened. Yeah. Which. And yeah. I have no idea how the end of that show turned out. I mean, I guess if I didn't watch season five, that'd make sense. Well, so they I did don't. a season six where yeah. uh, they killed him off. Like mm-hmm. he's dead. And then uh, what's her face took over. Yeah. And I didn't even bother to watch that. I really like Robin Wright too, but I just, I don't know. I couldn't stay into the show. Yeah. But I I could see there being a universe in which that last season was still really good despite having to kill Kevin Spacey off. I don't know. I don't know how you come back from five. Five was pretty bad. All right. So you're hyped for the Suicide Squad 2. Uh, but it's not to the reboot yeah you're right it's just called the suicide squad 2021 so the other one was the other one just suicide squad and this one's the suicide squad i have no idea this is what a crazy how why there's so many other dc properties you could do why are you doing the same movie five years later margot robbie she's back i mean her as harley quinn definitely gets butts in seats oh absolutely there are people who are going to say just because of that yeah and she's actually, they have not been advertising this movie at all because I think they put all their eggs in the Joker basket. They're making a Birds of Prey movie that you are scrolling onto right now, which is basically the femme fatale DC comic where it's a whole bunch of collection of DC superheroes huh. uh, who are all women. And it's kind of like an Ocean's 8. Untitled Joker slash Harley Quinn project. Yeah, they got a lot of <laughs> a lot of projects out there that I don't know if any of them are going to come and to fruition. And Gotham City Sirens? Yeah. There's there's a lot of content here. And Peter Rabbit 2? <laughs> there yeah. That's part He's of the DCEU. 
<laughs> I never imagined her as a flopsy. This is the entire. They're put, basically Harley Quinn is the face of the DCEU. Yeah, they don't have a Superman. Henry Cavill quit because he was not making as much as Wonder. But they Woman. got a hot lady clown. <laughs> And uh, Gal Gadot will be coming back as Wonder Woman. Uh, that That's apparently the reboot that happens. I think that's next fall, maybe? Wonder Woman's rebooted? Wonder No, Wonder Woman is rebooting the universe. It is Wonder Woman 2. Uh-huh. But with, somehow there will be time travel incorporated that reboots the entire DC universe. Mm. Which, the most frustrating thing about all this and their shitty movies and their shitty future because of their original shitty movies is they have a comic called Flashpoint. It's about the Flash, where the Flash runs so fast he goes back in time uh, and creates a parallel universe where he basically reboots the Justice League. And Bruce Wayne is now Thomas Wayne and he's Batman because his son was murdered. And Hmm. all the other superheroes are basically the same, but they have different identities. They're, they literally have a comic that is a redo button, and they are not using it at all. That's insane <laughs> They probably want to save it, because they're like, that's a good idea for a movie, but we don't want to... You need your redo button now, DC. You have gone way past... Like, you needed it a long time ago. You are living in Marvel's shadow so hard. So, so hard. And uh, you're just scrolling through more flopsy content. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? I never did. Oh, it's still in theaters. You can go catch it at the Regal. It is? Yeah. Hmm. Go right now. I'll finish up the pod. It was really good. I think you'd enjoy it. It'll probably also be on Netflix shortly. Yeah, that's probably what I'll because, do. Because uh, Hateful Eight is also on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watched. I guess I haven't really been to much movies. It is September, so... Yeah, I haven't seen anything interesting, I don't think, in a little while. I just watched The Boys. That was it. Um, and I watched The Good Place. Oh, God, why? I, it was. It's a very comfortable show. <laughs> like, it's not great. You do like comfortable. But it is, like, pleasant. And it does do some very imaginative stuff. Like, it is, it is out there for a network sitcom. Uh... I guess. I watched like the first season and I was just like... Did you get to the end of the first season? Yeah. The twist? Yeah. Did they kind of like reboot it in the second season with the information given to you at the end of season no, one? No, it, it's, it's a continuous... I don't know. I, apparently it was conceived as four seasons. Oh. And so really that's like plot point one. Like in a screenplay, you that's like the plot point one's the what sets off the rest of the story sure so season one i think is almost like just the intro and then that's plot point one where the real story begins is oh we're actually in hell that's a spoiler yeah (laughs) if you you haven't watched a show that's four years old at this point that's been on for a while yeah i don't get it and uh we uh speaking i I love ted danson i think that's part of why i like speaking of uh Patrick, when he came on the pod, we were talking about shows that we were watching at the time. This is 2018, early 2018 at the time. And he's like, do you guys like The Good Place? Mm -hmm. And he said, I haven't seen it, but I like Ted Danson. Yeah. And I said, absolutely not. I hate it. And he said, why does everyone love it? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, (laughs) which is a very apt uh, review of that show in my opinion. I would definitely say there was, I've not watched many shows completely that I had as many like... Eh, moments in it like yeah there, there there's there's enough oh, stuff so in many it that of I, those that i didn't like but there was also stuff that i thought hit really well so so I it's know. just doing the bare minimum to keep your attention 
I wouldn't say bare minimum. I I'd say I liked the ambition of it because it is like they do some wacky stuff that I I, I like a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and there and there's like good lines scattered throughout. Like yeah. not quite Simpsons esque, but there are some sure. really tight lines just here and there. It's hard to top the Simpsons, um, but they're not like I mean, if OG Simpsons, those lines are coming at a rate of like one a minute. Yeah, for twenty two minutes <laughs> weekly. Yeah, uh, this is probably like half that rate. Like uh, every other minute, there's a really solid line, mm. and yeah, doesn't seem like it's worth it. No, no, and it's got it's got that heartfeltness to it, which I quite like. I tend to like my shows to have. A, you do like the heartfelt. heartfelt. You like Parks and Rec more than The Office. Yeah, but this madness. This is almost like there are, there are parts where it's too too much Cringy. on that. Yeah, like it's it's hammering on it. Oh yeah, but okay. So the good place, uh, two thumbs down. From yeah, I'd give from it like Marvel a sucks. on our on our scale. I'd yeah. give it like a three and a half or a four. Well, I would compare that to another movie, but that is the whole purpose of today's episode, yeah. so I can't do that right now. Um, <clears throat> so before we dive into uh, Save Spidey... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We only have 30 minutes left in the episode. Oh, no, no, no. This is going to be a three-hour bad boy. <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about the WandaVision, one of the upcoming okay. shows. And then Spidey, and then, and then we then Spidey, and then we, then we talk. Okay. Wait, did you, did you finish what you had to say about your law test? Yeah. Oh, forever ago. Oh, okay. You took it? Yeah, I took it. How was the drive home? Better than the drive there. (laughs) (laughs) Did you drink any coffee? No. What time did you finish? You know, uh, the test, like 1230. Got back home at like 2. Okay. Uh, A.M. Tough morning. Did you go to bed early? Yeah. Mm. I watched the Auburn game. Auburn won. (laughs) Sounds great. And you rested easy. Yeah. Knowing that Auburn won. Uh, and then I started watching this Georgia Notre Dame game, and it was really good. And I was just too tired to stay up to watch it. You hate to see it, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it was a really good game. It turned out, <laughs> found out the next day. Um, okay, so <clears throat> Wandavision, the show that Jordan is most excited for. Uh, the actors have come out to talk about the upcoming. What are you still looking at Margot Robbie for? <laughs> have you seen Margot Robbie? Yeah, she's easy to look at. <laughs> <laughs> okay um <clears throat> paul bettany who plays vision or jarvis as you know uh-huh. um says this is a really experimental season a season of television um it's going to be wacky wild and something unlike any other marvel film yet that does sound pretty good um i'm trying to find more stuff uh, they announced Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight shows. Randall Park Plus. is in it. In what? Hawkeye? No, in WandaVision. Oh, WandaVision. Yeah. And he's an Ant-Man, yeah. isn't he? Yep. Same character? <laughs> I think, well, they're doing uh, Lieutenant Trouble from Captain Marvel is playing, and there's an older version of herself playing uh, Lieutenant and Trouble. And Kat Dennings. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I'm so curious how, because theoretically it takes place in like the 50s or 60s. I'm just maybe I don't I don't know maybe they time travel or something. Yeah. Um WandaVision will feed directly into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Hmm. So you have to watch this to understand what goes on. It's coming out like a couple weeks before Doctor Strange. So you're getting Disney Plus? Oh, at launch day, baby. <laughs> I can. You get, I'll have to come over to watch it because I don't yeah, think I'm going to get Disney. That's fine. Plus. Come over whenever. Yeah. Every episode of The Simpsons is on Disney Plus on launch day. 
every oh. episode of The Simpsons. I would pay $7 a month just to have every episode of The Simpsons, even though I own all the DVDs. <laughs> I just want them on a streaming service to yeah. say that I have them. Plus, I get Star Wars. I hope it has a Marvel. random button. Or oh. not a, but I, no, we do need a random No, but button. I want random with constraints. I don't want to get a season 20 episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you used random episode generator? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I don't want to do it on my phone. I, I just want to do it on the TV. Exactly. I want to hit it. <laughs> hit the random button. And I want like I want filters. I want a Millhouse heavy episode. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Exactly. The Simpsons is the most shuffleable TV show like in the world. You know, and there there's some shows that are just better. So Frasier also. Like watching cartoons as a kid. Um yeah. and just like well, that's a, just a, the, episode of SpongeBob shows up that you like versus I, one you I can't choose what I want to watch anymore. Like I am just like so and I've always I don't know if that's just me because I never list pick music I want to listen to. I always shuffle my music. Yeah. But TV, I'm just like somebody choose for me. If yeah, I'm not I'm watching making a new decisions show, all day, it, just beam it into my eyeballs. <laughs> if I don't I am, have to make a decision. No, absolutely not. Um, that was the thing that used to be great about TV. You just throw it on, and then there's a dumb well, old episode ads. of Family Guy. Yeah, and you're like, ugh. I did. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed Family Guy. Um, yeah, but some episodes, you come on, and then yeah, ugh. Oh yeah. I remember doing math homework and watching Family Guy quietly because I didn't want my parents to. Oh yeah. Know that I was it's watching. very racy. Yeah. <laughs> At Christian school, I couldn't oh, let yeah. them know. But some stuff was really funny. Yeah, but it's quiet because, yeah. you know. You can't let them know. Well, The <laughs> Simpsons, I just always watch The Simpsons. Every night for eight years, all through elementary and middle school. Mm. One hour of The Simpsons. And more on the weekends when I bought the box sets. Um, these episodes will intersect with the movie in a very big way. WandaVision, not The Simpsons. It's a totally new form of storytelling that we get to play with and explore. Uh, there'll be six episodes, eight episodes... 10 episodes with the actors from the films playing their characters. Wait, why, why is it written like that? What? Six episodes, eight Those, episodes. They're going to be a variety. It's going to be six, eight, or 10 episodes. They're like mini-series instead of like a full season of television. WandaVision is. WandaVision is going to either be... It, they, they're just saying all the upcoming shows. Okay. Like Moon Knight, Hawkeye, all that stuff. I gotcha. It's going to be either six, eight, or 10. And I'm pretty sure Bucky uh, or Winter Soldier and Falcon is a six-episode series. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find... Olsen Bettany are returning the Marvel Cinematic Universe stars Randall Park, Kat Dennings, alongside franchise, newcom- alongside franchise newcomers Catherine Hahn um, and Tayona Paris... Um, the latter playing a grown-up Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel. So mm-hmm. I'm so curious about like the premise of this. Sh- like, I guess if it leads into Doctor Strange and different multiverses, is this just a parallel universe where Kat Dennings, Vision, and Scarlet Witch all hang out? Yeah, I don't know. The most, the most. Like you can get information wise on the show is the look of the logo. Yeah, and it it they have like not set photos yet, but like preset photos where they're just drawing like images, and it's like set in the sixties. Like yeah. it's very visible. At least some segment of the show is set in the sixties. Hmm. And I'm so curious. well. And since it's Wandavision, it makes me feel like it is a. It almost seems like it's going to be like a TV show that's aware that it's a TV show. They said um, it's wacky and bold. Yeah. Could be self-aware. WandaVision. 
but I'm just I had I didn't I forgot that Randall Park and Kat Dennings were in it. Like that's that adds a whole new layer. Um, unless I mean, keep in mind what what conclusions can we draw? Vision is still dead. So has Scarlet Witch? Well, that's what that's because it is from like the titles from her perspective. So yeah. is it like her? Envisioning a world a reality yeah, where she gets to hang out with Vision still, and, and so it's it's TV esque as if like it's like a sitcom where it's comfortable mm-hmm. and everything's fine, yeah. And she gets to hang out with Vision, yeah. And I don't know how the other characters get in there. <laughs> well, I think it's still set in modern day, and then you know Randall Park is some detective or something, and Cat Dennings. I have no idea how Cat Dennings fits in. That she's playing Darcy Lewis. Is that the name of her that's, character? Yeah. Okay, that's the same person and Randall Park. I don't think they would recast. Any character, any people who have yeah, existed. Let me see if his character is also the same name. It is. I just checked. Oh. It said same guy from Ant Man and the Wasp. Huh. The detective for the guy who does magic. That was a good bit. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm very curious. So I, I like the idea where it's kind of just all in her head, and that's a '60s sitcom, and she's just dealing with current stuff because mm-hmm. she is a main character in Doctor Strange too. So hmm. something in this show causes her to hang out with Doctor Strange and fix whatever is being caused. And there's a multiverse of madness in Doctor the Strange. The MCU is in such a weird spot right now. Yes. Like, I feel like I there's a lot of interesting ideas bubbling around, but it also feels a little bit like a house of cards. So you <laughs> think at some like, point it it's could a totally precarious. Yeah. My only concern, well, one, with Spider-Man, but we'll get to that. We're going to hashtag save Spidey shortly, people. You're you're waiting. <laughs> you're waiting months for, and weeks for this podcast. Is should we do the re rank later? No, no, no. We can do both. All right. <laughs> save Spidey. I mean, there's there. I we just we just gotta say save Spidey and then post this app and then they Marvel execs listen to this. And well, they'll be like, yeah. What are the two? Well, they're waiting to hear our voices on it. Uh huh. And they're like, okay, the boys say that we should, you know, give them back Spidey. Yeah. Said so Sony. you really want Sony to listen? Yeah, you're right. So I need them to hear Marvel to hear this podcast and send it, you know, check this out. <laughs> and then Sony will be like, why are they talking about the good place so much? <laughs> and they'll, Marvel will say it's all part of the charm and lower their sunglasses as they say that. Um, so I'm excited for WandaVision. Um, and I think Multiverse of Madness. I think if, if this Wait, is Wait, how many of these shows are releasing like when it releases the service? None. None? The first one we get is Winter Soldier and Falcon, and that is next spring. So the service starts in November. Hmm. But we do get the Star Wars Mandalorian show, created and showrunner uh, John Favreau, created by showrunner. That's kind of interesting. It's about a bounty, like Boba Fett type character who just runs around in the Star Wars universe. I want to see WandaVision, though. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. But I'm excited that you're excited. That really yeah. just makes me so happy. Well, it, I, this definitely seems most like a property that I'd be interested in just because it seems so, like, I, I'm so, it's such an enigma right yeah, now. It's you're, it's hard wrapping your head around it. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Winter Soldier and Falcon, you immediately know what that's about. Yeah, much less interested. I'm very excited I'm sure it'll be, like, good, but I'm, I'm not, it doesn't tease the brain. I am <laughs> curious what will happen. But mm. I think... Um, I, I like our angle that if she's creating this fantasy where uh, her and Vision live in a 60s sitcom, 
at the end of Doctor Strange 2 when he shows her, oh, there's all these parallel universes, she somehow creates, she goes into one where her sitcom is a reality. Mm-hmm. That's my bet right now on uh, the development. I hope it's filmed in a style like like the Dick Van Dyke show or something. I bet like segments where, where, of it, it's, it's set. Well, just where like it looks like a set. Like like all the cameras are on one side and the rooms are way too open and huge. Yeah, um, just like that classic soundstage look. Well, also, how do we explain Lieutenant Trouble from Captain Marvel is older? Well, I guess she was young in the '90s when Captain Marvel mm-hmm. took place. Yeah, so she this should is be adult. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Hmm. That checks out. Ugh, this show. I bet WandaVision will like that. They couldn't do that for an entire show, so they'd have no. to like switch into that segment and then switch out, and then but real it, stuff happens. It does but. sound like this is like their first bolt. Like they're start, they're playing it safe with Winter Soldier Falcon. That's going to be classic badass Marvel action with Baron Zemo. Uh, it'll be fun. Like I think it will be entertaining. But this is they're pushing the envelope, and I think Loki is also going to push the envelope. I'm very curious what the streaming landscape will look like in five years. Like, how well Disney Plus does relative to Netflix? Like, is Netflix going to go down a little bit in response to, like, this new competition? I think within five years, they'll be close competitors. Mm -hmm. Because Disney Plus is, right now, they're launching a, uh, if you pay for three years all at once, it's $4 a month. Hmm. You have to pay up front, though, and it's like 300 bucks. Yeah. But worth it. (laughs) For every episode of The Simpsons, that's a good deal. For $4 a month? Hmm. And you can also, oh, they're, the package deal right now, you get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN because it's owned by mm-hmm. Disney for $13 a month. ESPN is a pretty big draw. Yeah, Because sure. that's like one of the things that keeps like my parents or something from cutting cable. Oh, absolutely. My dad Just wants sports. to watch sports. Yeah. So, but with ESPN on a streaming service. Yeah. I and plus, they're, they're, my family's literally at Disney World right now. So, <laughs> so they're fans. Yeah, they're of fans Marvel. of Disney. <laughs> Do they, have you they, gotten them into Marvel yet? I don't know if my dad's seen... I think he's probably seen like a Marvel movie on TV at some point. Okay, so but not the biggest. Thing. No. He have hasn't you, seen like Endgame or anything like that. Have you like gone home and like told him about these movies? No. I've not tried to sell him on it. Really? I think I may have been like, yeah, see Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. <laughs> I think you'd like that. Without seeing Iron Man 1? You don't need Iron Man 1 to see that. How is he going to know who Tony Stark is? Who's this billionaire playboy that's if, following? If there's Spider-Man one that I'd on. imagine he's seen, it's probably Iron Man. That is the one that's probably on TV the most. Yeah. One of the three Iron Mans, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, it, it's since it's the beginning, you know, you don't need to see anything else to see it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like it's completely out can, of that's an easy place to jump in. Um, all right, let's talk about Spider Man. Yeah, so I think uh, it's a bummer how this is all worked out because it's just. So, are you well, aware of what? Well, it's, are it's, you aware of the politics behind it? No, but <laughs> I'll say I think it's insane for Disney. Both th- to, both sides are losing bad right now. It's insane for Disney to have so. Um, they they showed their entire hand in Far From Home, being like he's the new face of the franchise, and then been like, and then they go up, show up to the negotiation table, yeah. like we want more chips now. It's like no, you just you just like uh, well, made your entire universe dependent on this character. We we you have more leverage but, over you than you have over us. Yeah, but also think their leverage that they have, and this is, Disney did this so brilliantly. Think of all the villains that Spider-Man has encountered so far mm-hmm. and the thing that they have in common. They all hate Tony Stark. Their origin is built 
on a character that Sony cannot talk about ever. Yeah. So if they were to ever, and they own the rights to Scorpion and Vulture, and they can use like all those Sinister Six characters, but none of them can talk about their past ever. <laughs> could you imagine a, a skeleton of a movie where that exists? Or they could put Tom Holland with Venom. That would probably also be bad. And then just not use any of the other characters. So yes, I agree. Disney did not play their hand well by making him the face of the universe. But oh well, you just you want the deal negotiated, and then you make that movie. Because once you like sure. set that up, it's like well, well, you're really indebted to us now because you've you've what they really wanted to, to do for is, your audience. What they really wanted to do. The original deal on the table was for the five movies that Spider Man was in. They get two standalone films and. Marvel and Disney gets to keep all the money of the ensemble films. So Civil War, Endgame, Infinity War, Disney gets all that money. For uh, Homecoming and Far From Home, Sony gets 95% of the box office. Mm -hmm. Far From Home made over a billion dollars. And all Sony had to do was sign a piece of paper that said, you can make this movie using our character. And they made a billion dollars. Wow. They made... Yeah. $950 million. Well, I think it made like $1.1 billion. <laughs> okay. It was a billion dollars. But yeah. that Marvel really, or Disney really wanted to show what they could do with the character. And I think Sony would have been like, we can make more money with him if you don't make a movie with over a billion dollars. Like, Because the argument was, we've done the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Nothing's going to beat that. Andrew Garfield didn't even make any money. Like, why could you? The only reason your movies are making money is because he's hanging out with other Avengers in Avengers movies. So Disney was... De- determined to make a spider-man movie standalone spider-man movie that made over a billion dollars and they pulled it off but my question to you is surely sony was helping pay for marketing or something yeah because because if a little bit disney was paying like 500 million dollars to market this movie that they're expecting to make a billion on i don't think they paid 500 million for marketing well normally you double whatever the film's budget is and like for marketing yeah so if a movie costs like 200 million dollars you do another 200 million in marketing hmm i don't do these movies need to be marketed anymore? Yeah. That, I mean, Coke has marketing. Everyone knows what Coke is. Yeah, but, but Beyonce still... just dropped an album and everybody, like, it went number one immediately. I have not heard that Beyonce dropped an album, so there goes the importance of marketing. <laughs> I have no idea. No, this happened like two years ago. And I'm just now finding out about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big deal. Do you think that Spider-Man Far From Home would have made a billion dollars if it didn't immediately follow Avengers Endgame? Mm, no really i don't yeah because homecoming did not make over a billion dollars yeah no i think it's got to be that people were still hype after endgame every movie this year that marvel has put out has made over a billion dollars and every movie last year except ant-man and the wasp made over a billion dollars worldwide They have the formula down. So really, to tie back to what you said about being an interesting time for Marvel and the House of Cards falling over, uh, my only concern about how this thing could start to topple over is Black Widow being the main... If that movie's not good, which I think it will be, because I I would follow Kevin Feige into a fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if that movie's not good, that is the, that is the face of your next... 20 years of movies that is the tipping point so it has to at least be as good as iron man well, if not you're gonna have a lot that's of people the thing that's so frustrating about spider-man though is they so set themselves up for the future like that was yeah. their that was their but they're gonna get them back blank. they're gonna get them back the disney illuminati yeah. are working their magic so right now the deal on the table the original deal that disney brought back to sony was 50 50 
for solo movies. Mm-hmm. And then anytime they had an ensemble movie with Spider-Man in it, they got all the money again. Sony now wants more <laughs> money than that because they realize how important he is to their universe. Exactly. Which is why you, don't, you get the deal before yeah. Far From Home. They needed to put out Far From Home so you get a billion dollars. Well, then you, should have, uh, you shouldn't have... T- Pushed the Tony Stark connection so hard in that one. You should have just made a good standalone movie. They with also some Tony they Stark. wanted Far From Home to come out in 2020, and Sony's like, no, no, no. You get him for this many years. You mm. can't have him for an extra year. Marvel was really trying to push like Inhumans or uh, what was the other one that came out? Uh, Anna, it almost reminds me of like Brexit, where it's like uh, <laughs> they they committed to leaving the eu and mm-hmm. they're now ne- tr- trying to negotiate a deal for it yeah it's like but you've already committed to leaving so why should we give you anything it's like you got to do this no matter what so like fuck you so the current deal on the table is sony wants um disney to get 30 percent. they want a 70 30 split and venom gets to be part of the marvel cinematic universe but sony has creative control over venom so they can make a tom or tom hardy venom movie that is not very good and just say like Iron Man and other characters in it. And hmm. Kevin Feige, you know, likes to have control over this yeah. golden egg of a idea that he has created. So I understand why he wouldn't want to take that deal. Here's another interesting segue. You know what sucks? That Spider-Man's out. No, money. Oh, yeah. Because all these, all the these greedy little su- guys. Yeah, the fans are suffering so hard right now. <laughs> So, but I want to get I want to get this share. Sony like, also just me. Just, be, before uh, this deal, uh, Sony said you can have this character Spider Man and like the other ones that you've introduced into your universe for ten billion dollars. <laughs> and Disney's like, no, we spent seventy billion on all of Fox's properties. Uh, ten billion? I don't know for all of Spider. Well, I mean, it seems how, reasonable. how many years does it? I mean, I could probably make, takes you another. Five ten years to make that back. They've made eighteen billion so far from the four billion investment in Marvel. Yeah. So I think they can make it back. But ten billion is like that. You're in the red for years after that trying to recoup. If it was like five million or five billion, yeah. it was five million. I, mean, I think five they go million, for it. That's a steal. That's walking around money. <laughs> uh, what was the other? Oh. The other interesting thing is Apple is trying to buy Sony so they can launch their own streaming service. Hmm. And if Apple buys Sony, the rights of Spider-Man revert back to Disney for free. Huh. So Disney is now being like, well, why would we buy this if Apple is trying to buy Sony? So why did they revert back? Because the way that Marvel... They revert to Marvel. Disney owns Marvel. So Ah. Fantastic Four, yeah. like that whole thing, when that movie came out, 20th Century Fox, after the Josh Trank classic was made, mm-hmm. 20th Century Fox had two years to make a movie, another movie on Fantastic Four. They have to use the properties, otherwise yeah. they go back to the original, where they were bought from, yeah. so they can be used and other. So in like early 2000, there was a bidding war for all these properties. Sony bought Spider-Man, um, Columbia Pictures bought Marvel, as you know it. Um, and then 20th Century Fox bought the X-Men and all the mutants and stuff. And they basically just went their separate ways, made their universes. And then Disney bought Columbia, or the Marvel component of it mm-hmm. from Columbia, and made a huge universe and now is swallowing up all of the other corporations in order to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. And thank God for them, because this is really my the reason I live. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really glad that they're doing that. Um, so... Sony needs to make this movie, make a Spider-Man movie, 
they need to start production by mid next year, which is when this deal needs to be made. But if Apple buys Sony, then they lose the rights and Marvel gets them back again. Huh. So what do you do if you're Disney right now? The interesting thing about that, too, is that... Um, Keep in mind, you already said, I'm paying you $10 billion for Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Do you think... Would your face have been red if they said, oh, we could have gotten it for free? Well, it's just like the the fact that Apple can't buy Sony with the rights intact lowers Sony's value to Apple. Because if Apple could buy Sony and then also have those rights sure, and then sell well, them, get, even if they just sell them back to Disney or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that would, would be a good it, negotiating point. Yeah. But, but so Sony alas. is worth less overall. Well, Apple... So it, it seems like it would behoove them to get rid of or to sell Marvel while they can. Yeah. And, and then also sell themselves to Apple while they can. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone just just, cash just out. belong to Disney. Like, <laughs> let's just let this happen, guys. Let Disney take over. They they showed us what they were going to do in Wally, and they let's just let it happen. Let it happen. <laughs> Why are we not letting this happen? Give me my floaty chair, oh, and my TV, my Slurpee. And my, yeah. Oh, Wally had it all figured out. Um, <laughs> that movie was a utopia. <laughs> I mean, other than the robot rooting around through the trash, yeah, ruining everything. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he was a real turd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Wally is like the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Oh, totally. He's 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 we taking us from paradise. Out. Yes, we have paradise figured out, and then Wally's like, no, 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 I have this shithole you can live on. Yeah, <laughs> I know you like all your stuff. Ooh, the knowledge of good and evil. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. How dare you, Wally? How dare you ruin this? <laughs> yeah. The Disney property. He's a monster. So, uh, where where do you, do you have any uh, final parting words for hashtag Save Spidey that you think can get? Do you have any sympathy for Sony who everyone is kind of shitting on? Like, Sony stock dropped when they said that they were pulling out of Spider-Man from the Disney universe. Yeah. I... I don't really care about either like the companies like who's sure. at fault. Yeah. I just think it's irritating. Yeah. I I just don't like it when like any creativity is halted because, because some money. little money men are like yeah. running around with their little dollars and they're trying to figure out how to make the most they're dollars. They're little dollars. <laughs> they're billions of billions of dollars. Uh, it's Maybe. just like just make make the good stuff. Yeah. The fans are everyone something. likes yeah. it. Yeah. Like nobody benefits from this deal. Like yeah. Disney, you don't have Tony Stark's like protege that you have clearly set up to be the face of your universe. Uh he's gone. And Sony, you can't make a good movie with him. You've tried so many times. Yeah. It's come out shit. And now the one good Spider-Man that you have has been he's been imprinted with MCU all over. Mm. And you can't use any of that. Yeah. So nobody wins from this deal. So uh, that's that's a Marvel sucks versus no it doesn't take on Save Spidey. Uh, we're gonna send this podcast to the powers that be mm -hmm. and uh, try and go from there. Yeah, hopefully they're just like, hopefully, oh yeah, I guess, I guess I guess we are bumming everyone yeah. out. Hopefully they realize and the world's kind wrongs. of a bummer enough. So <laughs> I guess we'll just chill on this one. <laughs> we'll split our hundreds of millions of dollars and somehow we'll scrape it together and feed our families. <laughs> How will the executives live if they don't get the full billion? How are their, oh no! How will their, their children get to go to Fire Festival? Yeah. How will they pay for their kids' tickets to the Fire Festival? I'd trade it all for a little more. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you had Disney Plus, you could watch that episode every day. That's a good app. Uh.
All right. The re-rank. The re-rank. The much-anticipated re-rank of the Infinity Saga. All right, so let's go through the movies, and you give me your score, and then I'll tell you my score. Okay, great. Iron Man. Iron Man 1. The first. I'm going to give this five out of six Avengers. Five. I gave it a three and a half. Really? Yeah. I, I dropped it down a little, because originally I had a four, but I, I needed more headroom. For the... For the rest of the movies. <laughs> for the good movies. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think my original Iron Man, I don't think mine are going to change that much. Yeah. I think that well, toward the end. Well, because you'd already seen them going through. So you had had a concept of how you thought they all fit the together relatively the to first time we watched it. Is like the end when we get to the movies that are all like all these past six movies that weren't Avengers movies have been like all fives, mm-hmm. if not better. But there's. Well, there's, except for like maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is in there. Sure. And did I, you, surely you're not giving that a five or a six. No. no. Uh, did you keep in mind um, that we can use halves and point three threes as soon as we got to the respective uh, movies? No, I actually only used halves. I never even put a point seven five in either any of these. Oh, okay. What was the? It was, half was Bruce Banner. So you get that after Incredible Hulk. You can use a half. So you can't use it for Iron Man one. So that bad boy's <laughs> got to be a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh i'm gonna leave it as a three great so you gave this. it a four okay and then hulk and bruce banner is a half what was a quarter? ant-man was a quarter yeah and then uh wasp was a third yeah anyway i okay. gave incredible hulk one it's my lowest rated yeah i'm gonna give incredible hulk a three bold <laughs> all right it's a quality film iron man 2 i gave a 1.5 <laughs> these movies aren't that bad it wait was, can you compare a 1.5 to a non-mcu movie so i know what this bar is um, i don't know I'll, I'll watch a lot of movies that there are had to be one in grafton that you just remember in college when we just watched all the movies yeah maybe like uh man of steel or something you think iron man 2 was as bad as man of steel yeah man of steel has some good stuff to it just didn't have a lot of good stuff, and so it was a bad movie. <laughs> I don't think Iron Man 2 is anywhere near Man of Steel bad. Yeah. I don't know. It just wasn't as good as the first Iron Man. All right. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. We can both agree with that. Um, I'm going to give Iron Man 2 a 3.25. 3.25. Even though you don't have the 2.5 so, yet? Uh, yeah, because you're not playing by the fucking rules, so that's, why should I? Fair enough. <laughs> Um, Actually, I kind of want to do play by the rules now. (laughs) (laughs) Not too late. Uh, Thor, I gave a 2.5. Oh, my God. Which is a drop, I think. I gave it like a three originally. I think you gave it a three and three and a half, maybe. Yeah. That's quite a drop. That's a whole number. That's a digit. Yeah. Oh, Um, because I and it's still it's ranked highly than those other two because it is a little bit more up my alley just in terms of the Asgard stuff. I wanted to. You enjoyed that Thor. a little bit. You were you were yeah. enamored with Thor at first. Yeah, which I don't know. Three just seems a little high it, it, it compared to some of these threes from later on. I mean, once you hit a certain point, it's all fours and above. See, I don't know because like Ant Man, I still think is kind of a rough movie all it's not, around. It's a four. Probably. I gave it a three. Re- all right. Well, we're jumping. Ahead. Yeah, we're jumping the gun. Um, so, would you give it Thor? Thor one, and also I will say uh, I have. This whole show run kind of just been like Iron Man 2 is the worst one and Incredible Hulk is better. But Tony Stark's arc is just so good that I kind of have to give Iron Man 2 a little boost so that my least favorite Marvel movie has switched Hmm. as of since Endgame came out. Interesting. Even though 
when I watched them in theaters, Incredible Hulk was so much more fun for me than Iron Man 2. And I kind of carried that fun for a while, but now the fun has died. Yeah, I, The Incredible Hulk is terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's, it's fun. absolutely terrible. It's a terrible. fun movie. Um, all right. I give Thor a three and a half. Okay. Because Iron Man's a four, right? Yep. Captain no, America. No, I gave Iron Man a five. Captain America, the first Avenger. I gave a 2.5. God. Which I think is up, actually. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Because you like his arc? I guess that is part of it. I don't know. They I, tied it back to the first movie very like, well. Yeah. I don't know. It's the, some of the things that irritated me about it are just... Yeah, I don't know. It, it's... <laughs> I remember some things about it fondly and the things like that were irritating is far enough away. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll watch The Good Place. Yeah, exactly. It's a very Good Place movie. <laughs> <laughs> so The Good Place is a 2.5? It's a 3. So it's uh, better no, no, than it's Captain three and America. Half. Yeah, it is. It, the Good Place is better than Captain America First Avengers. Yes. Okay. That madness. Absolutely it is. All right. So I, I'm having trouble reading these from here. I gave Iron Man a 5 and then... I'll probably make it bigger. That would be nice. Probably. If you you can't, then, you know, you can just recite. Uh, Yes, I can see that. Perfect. Um, For the record, he did a 125% zoom. Yeah. I can go bigger even if you want. Oh, let's see. What? How big can we get this? Oh, there we go. You'll love to see it. That's that's (laughs) it. Uh, Okay. So, and uh, show me Iron Man. So I have a text for all of them. Five. You got to, surely you can remember one. (laughs) Why are you lowering? Like, why do I need to see the title slide? Just drop it down one bar, and then you fit all of them into the shot. Perfect. That's what I wanted the whole all right. time. <laughs> all right. So Iron Man's a five. Incredible Hulk is a three. Iron Man two is a three point two five. Thor is a three point five. I'm going to give Captain America: First Avenger a three point. It's either a seven five or a six six. Actually, I can only do. You can do a 6-6. Six, six. You already used a 2.5 out of turn. I know, but Wasp is only one-third. There's no other character that equals a third. <laughs> it's and true. Those are the rules I'm definitely sticking to. So it has to be... But you could give her... You could give it a 3.83 repeating. Because you could do a half and a 3.3. 3. Or a 3.33. Uh, 3. Yeah. 0.83. Uh, well, is it better than a 3.75 is my question. I don't think so. I... <laughs> Is it better than Thor? I think they're very similar, so I would need to give it... The oh, what, what's what's a 0.33 plus a 0.25? Uh, five, six? <laughs> That's what I'm going to give or, this. I'm going to do Tiny Ant-Man and Tiny Wasp. No, 3 point... Or 5, 8. No? Yes. Five, 33 eight. plus 25. All right, that's what I give this movie. 3.58. <laughs> Repeat. 3, 3, repeating. Yeah. Great. Um, the Avengers is a six. Movie's perfect. Interesting. I, so I gave that one a 3.5. So you think that's as good as Iron Man? Yeah. I just can't compare that excitement for seeing something that has not been done. Like the, for the first time seeing all of those people that I, I saw it so much later than that though. And, and there's still, I think the first half of that movie is a boring no, thing. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but just, do you think your opinion of the movie would have been different if you watched the other four, or n- not even Iron Man 2, but like you saw those other people in their own universe and then they all just come together gotta, in one I movie. I still don't like those movies. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't think your opinion of Avengers no. would have gone up at all? No. I think my enjoyment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe 
basically begins in 2014 with Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the first green movie on this. We, he color-coded the numbers, by the way. So Jordan's uh, red is bad, green is good. Yeah, uh, and then he yellow There's a between. lot of orange up at the top and more or less green at the bottom. Yeah. Um, okay, so I gave it a 6, you gave it a 3.5. Now it's Iron Man 3, which I gave a 3. Really? Because of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but what did you give Iron Man 1? A 3.5? Yeah. You so like it's a Iron drop Man down from three. Yeah, I, in in retrospect, reviewing these movies, which uh, I haven't done a lot of, but I did watch Iron Man one a second time at some point. I think this is. I'm going to give Iron Man three a five point eight three. Wow, I it's close to, or no no it's not five point eight three. Sorry, four point eight three. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's below. I, I didn't think it was near perfect. No no no, it's uh below Iron Man, but just slightly. And it's really just because Iron Man 1 started this whole universe that it gets extra points. But I really enjoy Iron Man 3. Uh, Thor Dark World, I gave a 2.5. I matched the other Thor, even though I, this one might be a little it's worse. This, but it's, I think it's yeah. this, I think this one's like slightly better, maybe. Hmm. Just because yeah. Loki's in it, you get the Captain America cameo, um, and I like the villain. And I think the action in this is better than the action in one, even though the yeah, fantasy the, elements you know, of one. You know, the final boss fight for one yeah. is very underwhelming yes. in retrospect. Yes. But for two, where they're fighting in London, mm -hmm. that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think the that mechanics is of him being thrown into cars and stuff. So I like this slightly better than Thor 1. So I'm going to give this a three points. See, now I've got to juggle the rest of the movies. Uh, what did I give Captain... 3.58. Yeah. This is going to be a tricky rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So is it better than Captain America First Avenger? Uh, probably so not. I'm going to give it a 3.5. What did I give Thor 1? Oh, I'm going to give this a 3.75. Okay. Perfect. Right in between the two. Perfect. Well, it's better than a First Avenger. I said it is? Yeah. Shit. Uh, 3.58. I thought it was 3.85. No. You can I'm make it a 3.83. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do that. <laughs> okay. This is going to be very confusing to listen to if you actually <laughs> want to know what our opinions are. Well, no, no, are. no, because we're going to average these scores and then do a top 23 MCU films according to Marvel Sucks versus No, It Doesn't. Okay. Some of this might have to happen off mic. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. We'll see. Or at least I'll have to edit it because it'll take me a second to figure out how to average. Just hit average. Just yeah, hit the average button and I'll keep yeah, talking about Marvel. Okay. All right. Winter Soldier. Yes. I gave that a 3.5. Is that the same that you gave it? I think, I think so. It's similar. Yeah. To what you, which is crazy because that movie slaps so hard. Yeah. Not in my opinion. That is a 5.25. Uh, yeah, and I, I haven't re-watched that movie. I it's, think at some point I did try, but I got bored early on, which isn't that, a great sign. That boat scene at the beginning is so good. Yeah. You'd think that would get the boost that the rest of the Captain America stuff does, but it has not yet, uh -huh. at the very least. Unfortunate. Guardians of the Galaxy, I gave a five. I'm going to give it a five and a half. 5.5. Very fresh, very unique spin on Marvel. Um, Age of Ultron, I gave a 2.5. <laughs> uh, originally, I gave this movie a 5.5. 5. 
Yeah, I think I lowered this on mine. You did. Yours was. It's like I think you gave it a three five. Yeah, which way over what it deserves. (laughs) But at the time, it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't know. I think I just couldn't give it worse than I gave the first Avengers movie. (laughs) So you were locked in with these other. Exactly. That's why I wanted to redo it. That's why this re rank is happening. Um. So originally, I gave this a five five because it was not as good as Avengers one. No way, it was a 5.5. Five. It was it a 5.5. Five. Give it a 5. No, it's still not a 5.5. Five. It's yeah. dropping. Yeah. But just because the rest of the Avengers movies were so spectacular. Uh-huh. Um, I'm giving... I gave Guardians a 5.5, five, so this is... I'm going to say... See, do I like it more than Guardians of the Galaxy? It's like... I can't imagine you do. I just wrote this list of my top... 23 mcu films and i do think guardians was on top just because i think it is a better movie well just say one number now because we got to get through the rest of these films Uh, i literally have the list right here um okay here it is uh i put guardians of the galaxy as number eight and Age of Ultron is number 12. So Guardians is better. And I'm going to give Age of Ultron a 5.25. Um, Ant-Man, I gave it three. Ant-Man, because of the Falcon fight and the connectivity to the rest of the universe, I think is better than most of the Phase 1 films. Yeah, I gave it better than the Phase 1 films. Yeah, but your Phase 1 films are too low. I know they're not. <laughs> If anything, I still rank them too high. I'm going to give Ant-Man a four. Okay. Um, Civil War, I gave a five, which that, I think is a raise or maybe the same. You gave it a 4.75. Yeah. So that is a raise. Yeah. Excellent. That's very good. Um, I give Civil War a six because it's perfect. It is the departed of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, next is Doctor Strange, which I know stayed the same at a 4.5 for me. I see and it was funny in my rewatch when i rewatched these all year round uh, i just <laughs> yeah. i just rewatched doctor strange and guardians of the galaxy volume two back to back yeah and i was so much more excited to watch doctor strange than volume two of guardians of the galaxy yeah and really the only reason guardians of the galaxy volume two i gave them the same score 4.5 yeah yeah they're pretty similar they're pretty close but really the only reason that volume two sticks out is because of that goddamn scene with brandy in it yeah. where he says this was that earth's is- greatest cre-. there could not have been a script in any marvel movie more written for us yeah and we experienced it in the theater together and i think that was magical yeah that was wild <laughs> that was crazy that that <laughs> happened um all right so dr strange i am giving a Four point five. Oh, so the same as I gave it. I think that's it the might first be, one. Maybe a four point seven five. Wait, what was? What did I give Iron Man three? Mm, yeah, I'm gonna raise 4. that. Eight, three. I'm raising it to a. I'm gonna do four point eight three. I'm gonna say it's as good as <laughs> Iron Man three. Uh, very non-standard ranking system. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it sticks to the lore of the show. Yeah. All right. Guardians Galaxy Volume Two. I gave a four point five, as I said. I'm gonna say this is a four point seven five. Okay. So we have not Oops. synced up yet in our rating. No. In the original run of the podcast, our first sync up was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. We both gave a five point five for the fans back at home doing uh, trivia. 
Yeah. Uh, homecoming, 5.5. And I'll say now this is the highest ranked on my Really? List, or tied for highest ranked, okay, actually. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say this is... No, it is the highest ranked. Never mind. What? Yeah. Madness. <laughs> 5.5, really? Um, I'm going to give this a... I do really love it. It is one of my top five. I'll give it a 5.5. Oh, yeah. So our first uh, sync up. Um, Ragnarok, I gave a five, which I think is up a little, maybe. I think I gave, no, it, a you gave it a five last Did I? time. Yeah. Okay. Five on the money. Uh, Ragnarok. It's just such a fun movie. It's and so remembering fun. it's it's even more like, I don't know. It's just, it's the, one of the easiest ones to go back to and just watch like on a whim. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to, it's just fun. Goldblum was just amazing. Yeah, all of it. And the Hulk, just their bits, their, uh, him and Banner interacting, like, no, Banner's the one I don't like. <laughs> like, there's just so many good jokes. Yeah. And he's, Bruce Banner, to me, this was just funny. He's walking around in Tony Stark's clothes, and he has the Duran Duran shirt, and he just looks so out of place on mm. this planet. Um, and that was actually, uh, Carl Urban was the guy, the bald guy with the shake weights at keeping the gate at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, which I didn't know until huh. I saw this meme earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor Ragnarok on my list is uh, number seven, and Homecoming is number five. So between a five and a five point five, I'm guessing. Yeah, which I guess my only I uh, five point three three. Do that. Okay. Repeating, of course. <laughs> I, I've done an, an even amount of threes on all these that have oh, three God. repeating. So, <laughs> well, we need the decimals to pick it up. Um, Black Panther, I gave a four point five. I'm going to give it a five. Um, Excellent. Yeah, and I think that's the same as I gave it. Or maybe I gave, gave it. A five? I think you might have given it a five point two five. Hmm, yeah, I don't know. That one I just haven't. I haven't gone back to as much as like Thor Ragnarok in terms of yeah. the great things it's that still I remember fun. about. It. Yeah, it's, it's still a good movie all the way through. Um, Infinity War, I gave a four. Six. Okay, yeah. <laughs> really, it's a four. You gave it a 4.5. I know. It's just... It's so good. Yeah, it seems a little busy in retrospect. Busy? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's not totally It's That's all good. No, let's do an Infinity War rep right now. <laughs> uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I gave it three. This one is one of the low... I like it slightly better than Ant-Man, which I gave a four, so I'm going to give this a 4.25. Uh, 4.33? No, 4.25. It doesn't. It has to earn the 3.3. Three. Uh, Captain Marvel, I gave a 4.5. This is a 5.25 for me. That's the same that I gave Winter Soldier, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, on par. Um, Endgame, I gave a 5. Wow. This one, I actually did have a 5.5 when I was making it, and then I guess I revised it down at some point. I thought, when I was saying earlier You're not that this even going to give me a 0.25. Here, I'll, I'll make this a 5.5. Oh, my man. Because I think the reason I lowered it is because I made Infinity War a 4, and I didn't think it was too much better, but I don't know. Maybe Infinity War, I give a 4.5. Yeah, it's the... Think of just the interactions of all these people yeah. meeting for the first time. That alone is is so many points. All right, I'm going to put you down as a six, I'm guessing. I won. Can game. I give it a seven? <laughs> you cannot. Uh, it would break the color system. <laughs> oh, we don't want that. The color system is key. Um, far from home. I gave a four because it's why? good. But it wasn't. That's so much lower than homecoming. I think it's close. It's very on par. At the beginning, I think, is significantly worse. 
And then it, I, think, I think the second half is very strong, but the first half felt weird to me. But then you get JB Smoove doing stuff, and he's on the plane. It's like fun field trip. You get Ned and his relationship. Yeah. There's a lot it of does hilarious girl, stuff. It does get good. But no, but that's in the first half. I, mm. I, I divide the movie into before Mysterio was a bad guy and when Mysterio was a bad guy. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it was a mixed bag. Four is not a bad movie. It's so Four much lower than Homecoming, though. Yeah. If Homecoming wasn't so high, I wouldn't be questioning it as much, but I you they seem so far away. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's where they're going to stay. <laughs> Maybe when Spider-Man comes back to the MCU, that gets bumped back <laughs> up bump a little. It'll bump it back up. Um, I'm going to give Far From Home a 5.25. All right. And that does it. Maybe it's a 5.33. What else did I give a 5.33? Ragnarok? Uh, yes. Yeah, give this a 5.33. Okay. Because it is better than Captain Marvel. All right. So now you want our averages? I want the averages of both of ours, like total average for. Do you uh, want the average I of want your, our, each of our ratings? I want us to average the scores, and I want my average scores and your average scores. Mm-hmm. I want three sets of numbers. All right. So start gathering, I guess. Okay. So I'm just going to talk. You just took your uh, sock off the seat, <laughs> like so. Now your legs are crossed, like you do. You're still wearing the. Ankle socks? How are those? These are good. They're from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> How much were they? I bought them because I forgot to bring socks on some like family vacation and I needed socks. So, oh, yeah, and great, you, great and you're story. Still wearing them. And I'm, I'm also not working on this average thing now. Oh, okay. You, you should try to not bring me into okay, the conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, you're just wearing such sexy socks. I just really <laughs> had to talk about your cute little feet. Uh, well, you didn't once. I asked how you were doing. Um, like at the start of the show, and you didn't once ask me how I was doing. So how are you doing, Cade? Well, thanks for asking, Jordan. Um, I'm uh, actually uh, I've begun to publish my book, or in the attempt to publish my book. Oh wow! That I wrote uh, my memoir. It's uh, 393 pages, a 101,570 word count. Um, it's come a long way. 1,570. 101,570. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, one, one of those is it's like a, a three-page essay. It's a word a page. <laughs> <laughs> three words a page um and for those of you at home who don't know what it's like to publish a book basically you just uh you have to reach out to literary agents and send them sample chapters from your book and a little bio about yourself and you have to send this to 50 people and hope that one of them actually reads it so that's where i'm at with that seems like a fun process yeah um so definitely uh be on the looks lookout for uh, my life according to rock band by Cade weiberg uh hitting the shelves Sometime in, well, I said on the show originally that it would come out 2022, so I guess I'll stick with that bar as to con- contend with the lore of the show. Um, and it would seem that uh, Jordan is done with those uh, spreadsheets. Pretty close. Um, and the coloring system is changing. It's different from the one that we have. Should be the same. Oh, oh, the numbers are different because of the average. Yep. The hypocrisy is on me. Um, yeah, so we are getting some numbers. I am curious to see how the ranking goes. Um, my current rank, are you ready? Or do you? Well, okay. So now we want to sort by so our new you, averages. What is your, yeah, I want to sort by the, the combined averages of both of ours. Interesting. And um, so my composite average overall is a 3.67. 
you think this universe is what is that out of out of hundred? I'm going to do that math for you because you out of a hundred. Well, I mean, what percent of that? That's what rotten. What tomato is this? Is it a fresh that's tomato? Like a sixty percent. Yeah. <laughs> Three point. What is it? Six seven. Six seven. Out of four is going to be divide, no divide by six. Six yeah. Avengers is a sixty one percent. Yeah. Sixty one point two percent. And what is mine? That's a fresh tomato. Four point eight. Above sixty is a fresh tomato. You like Marvel. Four point eight four. Four point eight four divided by six. Is that lower than you thought it'd be? Yours? No, yours. Four point eight four. I would have uh, thought your average would be above five. Six. I thought it honestly would be a six. How could that possibly be? Unless you gave everything <laughs> a six. I love all these movies so much. Yeah, I did think mine would be a five. That is kind of interesting. Uh, I guess your low scores early on kind of discouraged me. Well, the thing is, it's just like those early movies are not as good as the later ones. Yeah. Like they just figured out the formula later on. Eighty point one repeating, or eighty point six repeating interesting um so now we are uh ranking all of the films based on our composite scores the entire infinity saga um and jordan you did did you see the trailer for the infinity saga being released on a box set no are you going to buy it probably not how much does it cost uh i think four hundred dollars but you get some fun trinkets as well as the movies Okay, well, while you're working on that, I'm going to read my ranking of all of the Marvel films. Number one, Avengers Endgame. Number two, Civil War. Number three, Infinity War. Number four, Avengers 1. Number five, Homecoming. Number six, Far From Home. Number seven, Ragnarok. Number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number nine, Winter Soldier. Number 10, Captain Marvel. Number 11, Black Panther. Number 12, Age of Ultron. Number 13, Iron Man. Number 14, Doctor Strange. Number 15, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Number 16, Iron Man 3. Number 17, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 18, Ant-Man. Number 19, Thor Dark World. Number 20, Thor. 21, Captain America, First Avenger. Wow, that I put First Avenger lower. That's interesting. Look at how satisfying this gradient is now that it's sorted. Yeah, it looks like a... Oh, just the last column is sorted? Yeah, I mean, mine's actually also very similar. Because I, I guess my ratings are more did you do deviated. Lowest, did you do low to Yeah, low so to high top? is the... So, you want to hear our number one overall? Uh, well, finish your list. Yeah, yeah, okay. So And then I'll read the, our combined list. It is interesting that I put Captain America First Avenger below Dark World and Thor. Um, and then Iron Man 2 and Incredible Hulk. Because I did just rank Captain America 1 ab- above Thor and Dark World. Which, I mean, they're very similar. All three of those are in the same ballpark as each other. All right. So what is our number one? Uh, end game. Great. Second is civil war. Silver then, war. <laughs> silver I'll, war. I'll actually, I'm, should I like read through this and see how close like, cause so far we're three like the bottom. Let's all read from the bottom. How about that? Just tell me when I deviate. Okay. All right. Um, that's fair. So end game, civil war, homecoming. Oh, infinity war should be number three. Nope. Okay. Guardians of the galaxy. Is uh, four. that should be number eight. Uh, Infinity War is number five. It should be number three. Ragnarok is number six. That should be number seven. Okay, this is going to be too much. <laughs> Wait, but I think at some point they probably sync up again, right? Probably toward the bottom. Here, let, let's just... Let's go from the bottom. No, no, let's just keep going. So then okay. um, seven is Captain Marvel. Uh, 
it's number 10. My thing is offset because this I'm looking at these numbers and it's one less than each of these. Oh, because of the title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you just have to add a decimal. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then it's Avengers, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Far From Home, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, The Winter Soldier, Iron Man, Iron Man 3, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man, First Avenger, Dark World, Thor 1, Iron Man 2, and then The Incredible Hulk is last. Wow, you really weighed down uh, which movie? Oh, Winter Soldier. And Age of Ultron. Yeah, what's Age of Ultron? Seven. You gave it a 5.25. No, no just, what, what is it ranked? Uh, it's close to the bottom. It's like in the bottom eight. Okay, so there's seven movies below it. That's but still what pretty number low. is that? Uh, what do you mean? What rank? What number rank is it? Like seventeen or something. Seventeen. Can you not add a digit to that number next to it, <sighs> or subtract? It's sixteen. It's number sixteen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you can't do addition with these columns, can you? I mean, I could go add a column and then just do a one through sixteen, so we'd know. But we'll just delete the top column. Well, I mean, we know what they are, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and we have the dates that they all came out. Yeah, so interestingly, my rankings are very close to being the overall rankings in terms of order. Um, but there are some exceptions. So, like... What's the biggest difference... Uh, between mine and between, your score? Yes, between the scores. Oh, we do not have that. Oh, we don't I'm have that data? I'm going to guess it's... Infinity War is pretty close because that's a 1.5 difference. I'm gonna see if I see a bigger difference than uh, that. that makes... No, Avengers. Avengers is because uh, I 2.5 different. Yeah. I can't imagine you're a madman for that. God, that's you weighed huge. that down, but that that one's still top half. Yeah. Hmm. Because you gave it a six. I did. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. The <laughs> second closest I think is Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's crazy that you don't like that. Well, movie. no, there is one. Age of Ultron. It's over two point five different. That's two point seven five. Yeah, I can't believe these uh, <laughs> four point eight threes didn't get called into the mix with the difference. Yeah, mm. it's good that it didn't. Yeah, no, that's a lot more math for you to do. That's yeah, interesting. But there's, there's the definitive ranking. Okay, so you're going to save this on a file, and this is the Infinity Saga. Save it under Infinity Saga <laughs> rank. This is a lock and key. If you need to change your ranks, do it now. <laughs> I can't have you changing. Like, you wanted, you've wanted to change them since phase one, and now I finally gave this to you. So, fine, but this is permanent. This is lock and key. When Black Widow and Eternals are your new favorite movies, you can't lower the scores of the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. And do you think that will happen, just out of curiosity? Do you think that the formula is pretty much set in stone at this point of what you will like and won't like? Or do you think there's, like, the next wave of movies, there could be a couple P.T. Anderson movies? Because you haven't given yeah, anything a know. six, so you have a lot of wiggle room. You yeah. could still say something is your favorite movie. Yeah, which is part of the appeal of leaving that open. Yeah. Because you, you have that stamp to give something. Do you think you'll ever give a Marvel movie a six? maybe when uh, Tom Holland is back at Disney okay. and then he's retiring in 20 years. And so it's the Spider-Man Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man Endgame, I might give a six. <laughs> and I will be 45 or whatever. I mean, we're going to do this podcast late into, you know, yeah. the rest of our lives. <laughs> we'll be in our 80s yeah. when this ends. How long do you think this will go for? 
I don't know. It I mean, a, how long do you think Marvel will go for? As, as long as Marvel's going, I don't see why not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, do you think it will ever, because they're switching to TV shows, so mm. they're going to do three movies a year for the foreseeable future, except for next year because of the Guardians fiasco. That's two a year. And then do you think like these will stop making money to a point where they'll be like, we'll just do two a year and then one a year and then it'll all be on TV. It'll be part of me thinks it'll be horrible if they're still doing Marvel movies in 20 years. But at the same time, I don't see that how they wouldn't be, but they have the formula figure whenever something does bad, like look at Thor two. They're like, all right, we need to do a soft reboot. They made Ragnarok. It was, it was amazing. They waited so long. Well, exactly. They had to let the bad Thor get out of the public eye and they had to reinvent him. So I think that's going to be the same thing they do. Ant-Man and the Wasp is now their problem child. It's very interesting how much they picked up the pace. Because those first movies took a while to I mean, get out. they're all out. perfect. And, and, then, and then all of a sudden you're getting multiple Well, because they have more year. money. They're making so much more yeah. money and they have more money to spend now. Well, it's just Iron Man being 2008 is such an anomaly on the rest of this list. Yeah. That is so like... Well, Incredible Hulk also came out in 2008. I want to resort this. <laughs> well, that's confusing. By date? Yeah. Oh, you sorted by numbers, so that's convenient. Um, sort. Is this a Google Doc? Yeah. Okay. It's Google Sheets. Um, but yeah, so you got your 2008s. And then, like, here, you're already closer to Endgame than you are to Iron Man. And, what, and uh, it's less than in halfway. 2014? Yeah. And Winter start, they started doing two movies a year when it wasn't a big movie. Even Dark World, I guess, might be closer to Endgame than When they started doing two a year? Because that's five years away, and this is five years from being... No, it's six years away. Never mind. Hmm. So I guess the line is Winter Soldier. Which is when they definitely upped production. Yeah. 2017, though. Three a year? Do you think we could hit four a year? In this podcast, we start hanging out way more? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, I mean, once the shows pick up, I think their goal... Yeah, how do you think we're going to do episodes for that? You watch the whole thing and then do well, an episode? see, they're doing weekly episodes. Oh. Disney's goal is to have Marvel content once a week every year. Once a week? Oh, no, all sorry, week? All, all, all year. Once a week. So an episode of She-Hulk, 10, ep- 10 weeks of that, then a movie comes out, then... 10 weeks of Doctor Strange. Is that genuinely what their goal is? Like, have they said that? Ultimately, yes. Wow. That's what they are aspiring to. Um, Oh, I don't know about that. That is so much. Like, I feel like you're just risking audience burnout. What they want is kind of like the TV show to be like a weekly comic book, and then the movies are going to be a big event every year where, like, a whole bunch of people meet up. Like, so all the movies, like, I don't know the next time we're going to get a big ensemble (laughs) Avengers status film. But like Doctor Strange is going to have Scarlet Witch in it, and there will be like appearances from other Avengers. Like the universe is just so big now that they're. Do you think in two thousand years people will believe in Iron Man? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, he was real. Yeah, <laughs> they made this documentary about him. Heart, heart of Iron. <laughs> I honestly, why not? Why not? Why not? Indeed. Why not believe in Tony Stark? All right, this went an hour forty-five. So great. Oh, what a long episode. <laughs> You love to see it. Uh, so to answer your question, when the TV shows come out, I'm going to binge them all. Uh, I mean, you can come over. We can just have weekly like hangouts and we watch some Simpsons on Disney Plus and then we watch whatever Marvel show. And then at the end of the show's run, uh, we do know. Okay. But so we don't have to worry about this till spring 2020. Yeah. 
Mm. And well, we'll do a winter winter soldier Falcon app right back to back with a black widow app. Interesting. And then we won't have anything until Eternals in November. And that's a movie. That's a movie. And then, uh, I guess Loki is coming out next fall. Hmm. There's another TV show. Oh, it might be what if though, which I'm less interested in because it's alternate realities and no. it's not canon. I could see there being some very good episodes in that, but yeah. yeah, it does not tie in. So I mean, I'll probably watch it. I'm sure you'll watch it. <laughs> I guess. Why not? Like what else? All what right, are you, what twist are you my doing? arm. Twist my arm. I'll watch it. You got something in your trapper keeper? No, I just like I just like canon. I just like how it ties into the rest of the universe and a show that does not tie into the universe and makes an a makes it a point out of not tying into the universe kind of frustrates me. I don't know. It gives them a lot more freedom. Yeah. Like you can have the world end in one of these episodes and it's like a post-apocalyptic thing with the, maybe yeah. the only people who survive are the superheroes and they're having to rebuild <laughs> civilization. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. I mean, could it be. could be good show. It could be my favorite. I have no idea at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I say, what we, if, uh, what if they, um, had an episode mm-hmm. where something hypothetical happened and then the exact thing turns out to play out in the movies. And you just saw it before in this what-if episode. What do you mean? In real life happens? No, no. And so, in like a what-if episode, mm-hmm. uh, Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. gets married okay. to Spider-Man. Okay. And then later in the movies, they get married. So, you're just saying like, what if a what-if pr- episode Turns predicted? out to be true. <laughs> They maybe they end up stealing it. Do you think like one episode could have such high ratings? Like it's the most viewed episode of any television show on Disney Plus. What if it could happen? (laughs) We're not saying it's not going to happen. That's true. Maybe (laughs) I do need to watch this show for the sake of continuity. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess our next ep, if Joker is is as polarizing as I think it will be, we might do an ep on that. Um. And then we'll talk about some fun Marvel stuff, Marvel mailbag to keep this podcast tied to its uh origin of source source no. origin i think i'm gonna edit this episode to what just, just a little bit no no no. it's perfect <laughs> they're all perfect like the marvel movies all right well i've been jordan peoples and marvel has sucked i've been Cade weiberg and no it doesn't